You're listening to Dig to Win, the podcast that levels up your e-com game and inspires you to adopt a winning entrepreneurial mindset. Here are your hosts, Michael Fennick and Jamie Paros. We are back, Michael. Dig to Win, episode seven. Welcome, everybody. All our listeners out there, it's be good to be back in the in the podcast seat. Michael, welcome to episode seven. We're going to have a cracker of a show today for everybody. Yeah, thanks, mate. Hello, everybody. Hello, all our listeners. Um, yeah, it's it's great to be back again and excited to be in the podcasting chair. And mate, before we get into it, I just want to congratulate you, you Jamie, for um, winning. Well, coming second in best consultant and best contributor for the seller poll, mate. So. You know, oh, when thanks, you think buddy. about when you think about the top fifteen, mate, there are some of the biggest names in Amazon on this planet. And mate, for you to be firstly amongst that crowd, and secondly to become second or top three is huge. And it just says that, um, mate, you, you, you're making an unbelievable contribution. You're having an impact. So, mate, congratulations. And I'm sure um, all our listeners uh, would, would say the same thing, mate. So, well done. Oh, I appreciate that, buddy. Um, yeah, look, it's never about me, and we're doing the same amount of work, and we're we're doing the we're having the same amount of impact. I, I see me and you as a team, as far as as I'm concerned, with the End Game Network. But you know, um, to get those uh, votes from people, I thank everybody. It was amazing. But um, and it's funny when I was starting my Amazon journey, you know, four years ago, whatever. I, I used to watch and listen to all those people, and to be put in the same, even in the same stratosphere as them. It's pretty humbling, mate. But um, yeah, no, nah, just thanks to everybody. But it's all about the end game network and the community, as far as I'm concerned. And um, me and you are just a team. But um, I do appreciate everyone that that did that. It was pretty cool. It's pretty cool to be mentioned there and to come second. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just pretty. It's pretty freaky, I reckon. But anyway, it's all good. But um, yeah, getting back to the show. Look, this is going to be a cracker, Michael. And um, before we really get into the nuts and bolts, I mean, we're in. We're in. We've just finished, you know, this week. Um, one of the biggest e-com weekends as far as being an e-com seller, um, with Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Thanksgiving in the US. Um, everywhere you look on your socials, Michael. I don't know about you, but every second ad's got forty percent off, fifty percent off. Black Friday, Cyber Monday, like the ads are really coming through in your feed, and I'm sure that you know our listeners are, are, are experiencing the same, but. Um, how did you guys end up? I know there was a lot of chat in the groups and, and all the different bits and pieces where we keep our ear to the ground that um, everyone had some great um, results. We've had some great results. You have as well. But um, yeah, how did you fare, mate? Yeah, all good, actually. Um, yeah, we had a couple of, um, oh, pretty much a bumper weekend. Um, we've had some, uh, I suppose, stock availability issues. Um, Amazon just couldn't check in our stock quick enough. Um, which meant our shipping date blew out a little bit. Our conversion rate, which is usually over 30%, just dropped down slightly. So, But other than that, mate, we can't complain. We're just getting reviews all the time. And, mate, we're, we're really happy with where the brand's positioned. Um, but I will say a funny story in regards to Cyber Monday and Black Friday. My daughters now, I've got three beautiful daughters, I'm getting messages from them constantly saying, hey, Dad, there's all these sales going on. This is what I want for Christmas. Here's the code. You can get like 40%, 50% off. So um, <laughs> Cyber Monday and, and Black Friday is infiltrating the whole world, even my three young daughters. 
um, which is great because, um, you know, we've got that skill set to take advantage and sell products online. And and so we've talked about it in the groups and stuff like that. Did you see like doubles or triples? I've, I've heard, you know, doubles and triples and a few people talking about quadruple sale days, which um, is pretty cool. We ended up um, uh, doubling sales on Black Friday, but Cyber Monday was a triple, I reckon. So um, almost a triple. Cyber Monday is an interesting one. Um, yeah, it's always been better for us. Yeah, um, we doubled basically our sales and – like I said before, with the stock issues, we, we've turned off a lot of our um, PPC campaigns and whatnot just to sort of you know slow down a little bit to allow Amazon to keep up. But um, mm-hmm. our Cyber Monday was way big, well, bigger than yeah. Black Friday. Yep. Yeah, I think we've seen that across uh, the board, which is interesting. Yeah, it was bigger. So, um, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's all good. So, yeah, no, we're, we're grateful for the, yeah, the results. It's an exciting time of the year, mate. Um, when you think about it, like um, once Christmas finishes as e-com sellers, it go, you go into planning mode straight away for the next year. It, it takes so much energy out of you to get all that timing right of stock, manufacturing, shipping this year has been a debacle. And I think it's been a, a competition this year of, you know, whoever's got stock and whoever's in stock wins. Um, that's that, That's been the challenge. Um, where years previous, you know, you've had to rely on your skill set and the product offer that you've got. Now it's just if you've got something and you can sell it, it's it's all going out the door because people can't get any gear. So that's been interesting. Um, it's a really good segue to move into our first um, segment for today, um, which is an e-com huddle. And we are going to see you on the other side of this break with some really cool stuff. The Dick to Win e-com huddle. Okay, we're back, e-com huddle. So let's get straight into it. So... Jamie, with Amazon, right, you can be hit from all different angles. You know, you've got to get the right product. You've got to launch it. Fingers crossed that you can start selling it. You've got shipping issues, shipping prices. You've got, you got any number of issues that, that Amazon can throw at us from, from a seller central account perspective and stuff and suspensions and all that ugly stuff, right? Now, that, that's part of the game. When you're in the, the hustle, when you're hustling, your side hustle, whatever you want to call it, you've got to be able to manage these different things that pop up. I want to talk about, in the e-com huddle, the insurance policy to protect ourselves against all that, and that is, drum roll, I reckon margin. If you've got a really solid margin, it fixes a lot of problems. And when you think about it, just that 50,000 foot view, if you've got unbelievable margin and your product's not selling as well, you can drop the guts out of the price to move stock quicker and potentially liquidate. Um, you know, if shipping prices go up, right? As we've seen, you know, not so much lately, but sort of in that middle third of the year, shipping prices went ballistic. Now, we knew people that were selling products, making hardly anything. And we knew people that were still making their 30%. If you've got margin, you've got choices. And if you've got choices, I believe you've got a really, really successful and protected business and brand. So, Jamie, I'll bring you in and, and get your thoughts. Yeah, it's a, it's a really interesting one. And we we're only talking about this this morning, weren't we, Mick? Um it's it's a psychological win too. I think you know um, it makes you feel like you know you know I've just incurred this cost. I'd never factored that in. I didn't know that that was going to happen. But it's okay. 
I've got margin. I can weather any storm. I think it's like a, like you said, that insurance policy, but more a psychological win, especially for your well-being. Now, it's a whole nother discussion, Michael, if we are going to talk about, you know, letting go and being okay with everything that happens. But at the end of the day, still, we're trying to protect our businesses. We're trying to make money. We don't want to put all this energy in for no output or no result. So it does, I don't care who you are, it does have an effect on us. If you're selling units at cost or you're not making any money because of situations that have come into play with your business, it takes its toll on you. It does. I, it, we're all human. And I think that if you know that was the position that we found ourselves in, we'd be like, geez, like this thing's not going well and this and that. But if you've got a 30 or a 40% margin or even a 28% margin and something comes along, like what you've mentioned, a shipping or this, or you know, Amazon have sent your gear over to the other side of the earth. Well, we can deal with it. We can move on. And we feel like we've got that insurance policy within our business because of the margin. And I think it's really not spoken enough about, and probably it is, but I think I'll rephrase it. What is not worked out is all the little bits and pieces. The little un the the little mistakes or the little things that you don't learn about along the way until you go ah I had to do my apprenticeship to work that one out. They're the things by being in communities, being in masterminds, you know, learning off some of the people who have been down the road before that you can eliminate when you're looking at trying to be risk adverse when you're going into products and, and, and having an e-com business. There's there's no better opportunity than to learn from someone who's been down the road before, mate. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's just it's just so important. And and Jamie, you and I have seen plenty of businesses, um, plenty of great stories and you know, a lot of unfortunate stories. And and mate, what are your thoughts? So if we're margin focused, like how I'm going to say this, how many people have we seen that have launched a product and their landed costs in Amazon was at or over the average price on page one? How, how many people have? How many times have we seen that? Uh, I can I can't even keep count, and I actually right. wrote that down when you were talking before you said there, it. It's funny. There you go. I, I, Great minds think alike. <laughs> yeah, well, I just wrote down inflated margins just to remind me. Now, what that means is this, Michael. People have obviously got to set the price for their products. And I don't want to tell anyone or you don't want to tell anyone what they should be selling products for, right? The market will determine that. Now, you should never apologize for being in business. And if you've got a really expensive product, hey, good luck to you. Get it out there. And if you've got quality, get it out there. But at the end of the day, if, if you're at a certain price point, Michael, the market will tell you if they're prepared to pay for it or not by sales. So if you're up there with your price and the offer's great and the product's great and the reviews are great and you're getting this unbelievable margin and people are prepared to pay that price point, hey, nice little tick, you've won that battle. But where I'm talking about here is what you've just said, the inflated margin, when people say, I think, <laughs> that's the thing, I think I can get $79. Now, I think, I think and actual real data on sales is two different things. And so they go into the Amazon e-com stratosphere going, I'm going to sell my product for 79. When they get there, they don't have that, 
they don't have that buy-in from the from the from the consumer. And then your margin's gone from what you think is 30% to back down to 10, 11, 9, or even break even because you haven't had a look at the data properly to see what people are prepared to pay for products. Yeah. What 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 I was getting at before is that if people were margin focused, right, and actually looked and went, I'm landing at 43, average prices on Amazon are 45. If people actually looked at that and made a call just on those metrics, I honestly think that about 40% of products that have been launched wouldn't be launched. But you, and and no one would have seen this, but we record the videos while we do our podcast and I'm putting a thumbs up to Jamie because he's <laughs> spot on. People say, I think I can get that. Now, if you're making a decision to earn money where you're saying, I think, please, you've you got to get that out of your, your thought process. You can't say, I think, you've got to go, I know I can sell it for that. And exactly. I will add that margin is like an insurance policy. And I'll tell you what boosts that insurance policy, unique selling proposition. Because if you bring something in the market that everyone on, on page one's missed, that you know the customers need, guess what? You instantly convey value and therefore you can charge more. Yeah, beautiful. I love it, mate. So it, it's a it's a booster to, to, to margin, in my opinion. One more thing I just want to talk about, Michael, is you know, you touched on the average price on page one, you know, and people go, Yeah, but that's all just cheap offerings and you know, they're all just plastic fantastic and you know, just you know, inferior products of what I'm bringing to the market. And I agree. I agree. Some people have got into a position where they've got some fantastic products that do offer more value and do offer better quality. But what I'd like to do is this. This is just a little simple thing that I like to do, and I know you probably think the same. If the average pot price on page one is, let's just call it 30 bucks, but you know or think or believe that you can get 48, that's cool. But why don't you work your margins out on 30, which is the average? And if you get to your 40, 45, or 48, you've killed it. You know, and if you and if and it's just a little risk insurance policy to say, hey, if I'm at the average of everybody and I know I've got a, you know, a better product, but I'm at the average price of everyone, I've still got 25, 28% margin in it. And if I Want to look at just the absolute worst case scenario of, of of you know needing to drop the price to to get traction or this thing just didn't work out. I'm covered because everyone else is selling for that. I know I can get that, but my target price is forty five, forty six, forty seven dollars for this product, and I'm going to get great margin. And hey, have a crack. But again, risk insurance policy. Your margin is fantastic at the average prices. That is what people miss. They miss that. Yeah, well said, mate. Well said. It's um, yeah. Look, it's when you think about it, it's simple. But I think people get caught up in the emotion of oh, I've done all this work, and you know, it's a good product, beautiful design, and I want to I want to get that first sale. Um, get the first sale with plenty of margin. No Sounds one else has my, No one else has my packaging. I should be able to get forty five. I've heard that a million times. Um, Anyway, um, I think it was a really healthy discussion and people just need to have a, a look at all that. So um, 
We are moving now into our favourite part of the program. I love this part. I know we get feedback on it. It is time for Fire Up Fuel. The dig to win. Fire Up Fuel. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Fire Up Fuel time. So today we're going to be talking about mistakes. Now, I don't care who you are. If you've got your side hustle, you're doing Amazon full-time, you've got a tech startup, you are going to make mistakes. And what's really important is how you deal with the mistakes. Do you make a mistake and and get rocked a little bit and go into your shell and potentially stop and, and you may give up? Or do you make a mistake, you improvise, adapt and overcome? Do you learn from the mistake? We're gonna make mistakes personally, I love making mistakes and I'll tell you why. If you make a mistake, A, you've learned something. B, moving forward, if you have that same situation, you can call on, not your mistake, your mistake turns into a thing called experience. Mm. So if you think about making mistakes, but then when you move forward, when you look back at a mistake, it's not a mistake anymore, it's experience. And when you can call on that experience for that particular situation, you can make the right decisions and move forward in the right way. That's my thoughts that's, around that. To, as far as you know, gold, mistakes, mate. it's huge. I love it, Mick. Um, I want to take it from a little bit of a different angle, but um, coming from what you've just said, I always see people, once they've made a mistake, not I shouldn't say always see, that's wrong. I want to talk about how people drop off after a mistake. You know, we as entrepreneurs, like you said, we're going to get hit every day, every week, every year, every month, different and different levels of being hit and how you take that and how you accept that and how you actually put a read on it. Like you said, you're looking at it as, a, oh, this is great. I've got this new experience now. Made that mistake. It won't happen again. But I want to talk about to the people out there that have had a mistake or something go wrong or this and that that drop off. You can't afford to drop off. That's when you start moving into the next level of, of of being an expert in whatever you're doing. You've actually made the mistake. This is the best time to do it now, to move forward. You've made the mistakes. The road's clearer ahead. I, 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 I don't get that mentality of I've made these mistakes and I'm out. I just don't get that mentality. I don't have that within me. And I just want to share that with people that when I do make those mistakes, I'm like, Fantastic. Thank you. The road's clear. I'm aware of them. Bang. Let's go. Yeah, it's it's awesome. I mean, if you think about the startup world, right? There's a there's a saying in the startup world, right? Tech startups. Build, measure, test, and learn. That's the evolution of of building tech. Okay. Build, measure, test, and learn. Testing is where you find the mistakes. So when you find the mistake, what follows testing? Learn. And it's the same thing with making mistakes in business. If you make a mistake or test in the tech world, you're going to learn. The first thing after making a mistake is learning, which is huge. So when I make mistakes, I don't really get bogged down with anything. I just go, okay, beautiful. I am going to be a better entrepreneur in a month's time because I've got that mistake or I should say experience under my belt. So I reckon if you flip the lid, I reckon if you flip the switch 
and 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 look at mistakes and change it to experience. I made an experience, not a mistake. It's a positive vibe, and I think as entrepreneurs, we can move forward and um, you know reach the top of our mountains. Yeah, that's awesome, mate. Um, is it fair to say I want to ask you a question, Michael? What you think about this? And I want to bring it back to the Amazon level. So people who are delving into these e-com businesses, Shopify, Amazon, all this sort of stuff, want to have an online presence and start a business. Is it fair to say there's two ways to approach it? And there's look, there's probably heaps, but I'm just putting them into broad categories. People who are starting out for the first time and want to just dip their feet into the water and are a little bit worried about losing money and I'm going to learn along the way, so I'm going to do things very, you know, um, reluctantly and, oh, I'm just going to put a bit of money here and get a bit and just really moving carefully forward through their their journey and maybe not going full out into it. And and that's cool, but they're dipping their feet in the water and just having that restrictiveness because they know they're going to make a mistake and they want to have it a mistake learnt that is not too costly. There's those type of people. Yeah. I'll sum it up in a sporting analogy, right? Let's say your team's winning by six points with five minutes to go, and there's two things they can do. They can still attack and try and win by 12 or 18 or whatever the case may be, or they can protect their lead. So I think what you're referring to is the Amazon sellers who want to protect their lead and not make mistakes. Well, that's just, I don't think that's a great way to operate, to be honest. I think you've got to be confident. I think you've got to have a different attitude in terms of I'm going to launch, I'm going to make the right decision, I'm going to do my best. And I think having that attitude, I think things will just fall into place nicely for you. Yeah. You're trying to protect, oh, it's a, 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 difficult, a difficult vibe. And then the second scenario is people who we talk to say, hey, I'm all in here. I want to learn fast that your mistakes, I'm prepared to pay to learn, I'm prepared to do the right things, I've got the capital, I want to make it work, I'm confident um, and I understand the experience that these people may have and I need to tap into that and some entrepreneurs, they just want to you know, cut through the BS and just go, hey, this is how you need to do it, tell me, I'm ready to go. And, and we see them, those type of people as well, where it's like, hey, I've got the capital, I'm ready to go, I'm creative, I'm data-driven, I've had other businesses, um, I want to learn from the best, I want to find out what not to do, what to do, give me the inside, give me the inside goss. And, and I see those type of people as well, which is quite interesting, the, the two different um, you know, psyches behind people. Well, those people who want to move fast and they're not afraid of making mistakes are going to get more experience a lot quicker. So mm. when you've got more experience, you've got more information to go back into the back of your mind to, 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 to draw upon to then make the de- best decisions moving forward. So if they've made mistakes with a launch and picked the wrong product, when, they pick their, when they're deciding on their second product, they've got all that information in the back of their mind to say, hey, don't do that. Don't oh, do that. Do this. It's gold. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, mate. What a pre- it's a pretty cool fire up uh, fuel, and um, you know I love talking about all this sort of stuff because uh, we're privileged enough to talk to a lot of people, and it's really cool to uh, help people. And we see different personalities. It's it's amazing to see how different people di- react differently, and we're all about helping all of them. You know whether they're you know a bull out of the gate, mate. We've had to pull the handbrake on people that are a bull out of the gate. 
you know, without mentioning names, we've had to jump from the back seat straight over the front seats and just yank the handbrake because they're just at a million miles an hour. And then others, we, 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 it doesn't matter what we do, we can't encourage to, to move quicker. So there's so many on the on the different ends of the spectrum. But um, it's been an amazing show. I hope you guys have got a lot out of this. Um, we, we just keep bringing these shows every Friday. I love dropping them on a Friday because, you know, you get to listen to them on, over the weekend and um, hopefully recharge the batteries and, and have our our ideas and value in your ears. So, Michael, thanks for the show. Anything you want to add before we wrap it up? No, all good, mate. Um, awesome show. And once again, 23 minutes or so, and it's such a fast 23 minutes when you get locked into that that vibe of just being able to help and, and just sort of, um, yeah, help people sort of dwell on things over the weekend. So great show, mate. And, uh, yeah, awesome and can't wait to uh, do it again next week. Exactly. All right, guys, have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. We appreciate your time. Lots of love out there, and we'll catch you on Episode 8 next Friday. Take care. You've been listening to Dig to Win. To connect with Michael and Jamie, follow them on Instagram at Jamie Panos and at Michael Fennick, or join their award-winning Amazon Facebook group, Endgame Network.